Have you ever seen temporary art? Have you ever stumbled on something in the forest, you know, stacks of rocks or designs? Um, have you read my blog posts? I've, I've featured other artists like Andres Amador and uh, Simon Beck who create amazing intricate patterns in sand and in snow. And if you're not familiar with their work, I, I hi highly recommend checking them out. Um, but whether you have experimented with this, you're familiar with their work, there's this emphasis placed on process that I really, really value. The act of making with an acknowledgement of value that we derive personally from the making of the art and the ability to appreciate that process, appreciate sort of the thing, even the thing that is fleeting. When was the last time that you thought about art just for art's sake, right? Whether you were consuming this, uh, consuming a film for entertainment, reading a, a book that didn't have a business end in mind that was just for, for to make you feel, feel something, feel connected, feel uh, to process your own emotions, to process your own grief. When were you aware of that? I have found that so many people in my circle, especially lately, we have sort of distanced ourselves from art for art's sake. Now, you know, I, I originally introduced this idea 10 seconds ago about consuming it, but what about, what about creating it? The value of making art for art's sake, of creating specifically art. I talk a lot about the creative process. I talk a lot about how, whether you're making dinner for your family or building a business, not just painting or, or, um, say writing as, as creative acts, but what about specifically art? Let's take uh, building a business out of this for a second. Let's take specifically the idea of taking photos. What, how, what do you think about if I ask you to take photos that no one, no one's ever going to see, or maybe no one's going to pay you for? What about shooting films that aren't commissioned or funded just because you need to work this out in your own mind, or even the act of putting words on a page in order to organize your thoughts? Now, I have written about this at length, and if you go back and search this on my blog or um, read my books, I've talked about doing and making and how doing and making talk trumping about it, right? I'm 90% action, 10% planning, action over intellect. This, these are not new phrases that you first hear on the show. But there's also differences between doing and making that pays the bills, which I'm obviously a proponent for, and the doing and making that brings joy that hones craft, that lights creative fires that are inside of you, and that brings meaning to your life. This is personal work. This is creating simply for the act of creating. Now, for some, that creative work can lead to more work work that could be frustrating or scary because, wait a minute, if I stumble on some idea, then I'm going to have a whole nother you know, set of work to do. Well, if you don't love creating in the first place, then I don't know why you're here. I don't know why you're listening to the show because the show is about creativity. It's about other things. It's about life. 
But remember, life is a creative act. So if you don't want more work, more work in developing yourself, more work in becoming better at your craft or going deeper into who you are, want to be or become, I don't know why you're here. I want you to this week think about making something that is meant for you. To this, I would like to conjure up the idea of temporary art. Have you ever seen temporary art? Have you ever stumbled on something in the forest, you know, stacks of rocks or designs? Um, have you read my blog posts? I've, I've featured other artists like Andres Amador and uh, Simon Beck who create amazing intricate patterns in sand and in snow. And if you're not familiar with their work, I, I hi highly recommend checking them out. Um, but whether you have experimented with this, you're familiar with their work, there's this emphasis placed on process that I really, really value. The act of making with an acknowledgement of value that we derive personally from the making of the art and the ability to appreciate that process, appreciate sort of the thing, even the thing that is fleeting. I have stumbled upon these works in the forest before or out in nature in snow and knowing that they are fleeting and seeing the beauty in them. Again, this was something that I stumbled on someone else making and it was profound for me. Wow. That someone had made, this was a, a, a thing called an earth altar, which my wife Kate has introduced me to just laying out patterns of found objects in nature into, in an amazing way. And you see the wind is coming up and blowing these things away. It's so inspiring. Again, this idea of an emphasis placed on process. Now, those, hour, uh, those artists, rather, that I mentioned earlier, they spend hours or dozens of hours, sometimes more, on their art only to see it blown away by Mother Nature or to just get absorbed back into nature because of time. This attitude, this orientation and priority towards creating for the joy of creating, and perhaps there's a little bit in if someone were to see it, how they might feel, but I, I don't want to orient us toward that today. I want to orient towards how those artists feel knowing that they are making something that is temporary, that is fleeting, that it is for them and it is the process of creating something. Even the fact that they know they're creating something that is temporary, that creates a certain distinct feeling that I would like you to try and seek this week. You know, as I, um, as I've come to believe with great conviction that there's a characteristic for this, for these artists that I'm talking about, or what I'm asking of for you this week, this approach, this attitude, this priority toward creating and making specifically for the joy of making and having a point of view. This is what I'd like to focus on. This is what I want you to feel compelled by. And I know now I have great conviction that this is a characteristic shared by the most creative, successful, and fulfilled people, right? The process alone is worth loving and it makes the juice worth the squeeze, as they say. And of course, there's all kinds of other stuff at work here. I don't want to ignore that, but I believe that great creators, and if you want to put yourself in 
the camp of someone who has honed this muscle, this creative muscle, this mode of being and operating in the world, that you ought to take joy, pride, and love in the process alone. Looking back, not all that far, I think this is what's missing from most of the people, in fact, that ask me to review their work. I get hit up all the time in the DMs, and I, I'll just be overt. I, I don't take people up on this. I did, you know, 10 or 15 years ago, but I see this now as, a, as an unreasonable ask for my time to review someone's work because I get asked, you know, again, dozens, if not hundreds of times per week in DMs to do this. But part of the reason I sort of divorced myself from this is because I recognized that this was a key aspect of things that were missing from people who wanted me to review their work, people who I don't know. Now, if you're a friend of mine and I read your book prior to publication or something that you know, there is a certain uh, familiarity and, and a connection that I want in order to review someone's work. But part of why I stopped is because I was aware that most of the people that were, were requesting this of me were very transactional in nature. It was, uh, can you do this for me despite me not knowing them or whatever because of some transaction? I want, um, just basically I want to transact. And it was not for an overall awareness of creativity or creative process. It was very goal oriented which I understand we're in a, a human doing category rather than a human being category, broadly, broadly speaking right now in culture. What I became aware of is an artist's awareness or attitude towards his, her, or their own work. Was this work for work's sake to get better, to love the process, or was it to try and make a buck or to try and, you know, meet someone that could help them make a buck or make some big stride in their career? All of which I understand. And yet that is an exercise that is a different exercise than what I'm asking of you now. Right? There are lots of reasons, some masked, some on the surface. But I believe as art appreciators, we can smell the intention of the creator. We can sense authenticity. We are aware if this hooks us or if it doesn't. And today, this week, in fact, I want you to think about and take action around creating something temporary in this world, some temporary art. I don't care what it is. Make a stack of rocks. Lay something that you find in nature on a walk out. Make something for the sake of making it, whether it's a doodle, whether it's a haiku. This will get you in touch with yourself. It will remind you that creativity is a process, not a product, and that this process is to be loved. Uh, an artist that uh, I appreciate, Carlos Castaneda, is a writer whose work was... Uh, really impactful for me uh, a number of years ago. And I often turn back to, um, he said, does this path have a heart? This speaks of course, to our, our authenticity. Does this path have a heart? If it does, the path is good. If it doesn't, 
it is of no use. One makes for a joyful journey. As long as you follow it, you are one with it. The other will make you curse your life. One makes you strong. The other weakens you. So this week, find joy in what you do. Find joy in the process of creating. Disengage from the end product. Enjoy the process. Whether the wind blows the stack of dried flowers away that you're working on or whether the meal doesn't turn out as you anticipated, enjoy the chopping of the vegetables. Enjoy sourcing the materials to make something. Enjoy gathering the words for the haiku. Make something and be aware of the process. Keep playing, keep making, keep experimenting. Until next time, thanks for listening and go make something cool. All right, that's all for today's show. But hey, before you go, I want to say thank you for listening and also for engaging with the platform. Wherever you consume the show, whether it's on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, anywhere, thank you so much. Reviews help a ton if you're willing to. And I want you to let you know that in an effort to continue the topics we explore here on the show, or if you have questions, you can always direct your comments to me on all my social feeds. I'm at Chase Jarvis everywhere, but also... I will see your message quicker if you shoot me a text. That's right. I can text directly with you. The best way is to hit me up at 206-309-5177. I get a lot of texts, so I can't always get back to you right in the moment. But trust me, those are my thumbs on the other end of the keyboard. So I want to say thanks so much, and I look forward to engaging with you soon.